Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Just before we go to Kurt Hill on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline at 135. Former WHL player Terry has texted the show to say, laugh my you-know-what off. Jim Matheson could ask a question that no one knows the answer to. Leon could have been better as well. Personally, maybe Leon should have just said, I need to be better. All this stuff happens, though, because everyone cares. Not a bad thing. This will not be a distraction for the Oilers probably laughing about it. That was a uh, somewhat hilarious exchange. Well, not everybody agrees. People are fired up. We're going to head off to the River Curry Resort and Casino Hotline. The Edmonton Oil Kings in action tonight against the Prince Albert Raiders. And we are going to welcome back to the show our uh, headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Uh, he already made one blockbuster. Or heck, he might have already made two blockbuster deals if you factor in the Luke Prokop deal and then uh, giving up uh, some first-rounders to get Keaton Gooley, Team Canada uh, member just before the World Juniors. Yesterday, Kurt Hill and the Edmonton Oil Kings made another huge deal. They've added another player out of the Western Hockey League. To talk about that, Edmonton Oil Kings general manager, Kurt Hill. Hi, Kurt. How are you? I'm doing well, Stoff. How are you doing? Good. Busy day yesterday, WHL trade deadline? <laughs> you know what it was? It was it was surprisingly quiet early on, and then and everything just around 10 o'clock started to take off. So it was uh, from 10 to 3, it got real busy. All right. Uh, so how did this trade for Justin sort of uh, come to fruition for you? Well, we've been in the market looking for a top nine and uh, a top nine forward to add to our group. And I mean, it's I had talked to Vancouver a while back, and I, you know, I don't think it was very realistic that they were going to be moving Sirtis. And you know, I think uh, the te- their team has just been okay lately, and they kind of came to the to make the decision here, you know, this week, and that they're potentially gonna gonna look at moving them. And uh, yeah, that kind of got the call yesterday that uh, you know they were they were going to do that and. 
you know, then we started talking about price and, you know, we were still in on a couple other things out there. And, uh, you know, we, once we landed on where we were at on a price, I mean, um, you know, adding a guy, a player of this caliber and what we gave up to get him, I, you know, it was pretty much a no brainer for us. Justin Startup's a third round pick of the Florida Panthers last year in 22 games for the Vancouver Giants. He had 11 goals and 34 points this year. So far in 24 games, he's got 32 points. He's plus 16 on a team that's fourth in their division. So he is going to a top flight team. Now he's a right shot can he play center yeah he pr- he prefers to play center he primarily does um with his team so i know at the world juniors he's playing a wing um but he primarily played center in his western league career how excited was he to i mean it's i mean he's played his whole career for the vancouver giants organization he's, he's going to a team that's going for it there's no question about that based on the ghoulie and sort of trades but you know you, I know he's expected to play tonight. Uh, was I mean, was it a little bit of a shock to him, or is he pretty excited about the opportunity to go for it here? No, he's excited. I think you know, it was almost the same with Gooley and, and with him. I mean, those they're captains of their teams. They've been with those organizations for a long time, and you know, it's it's not easy for them to leave from a standpoint of you know just that they've been there and they've grown up there with uh, those players and, and the staffs of those organizations. But you know, both of them uh, when we when we had the conversation about the trade. Uh, very excited about getting the opportunity to, to come to Edmonton and obviously be a part of a pretty special group that we have here right now. Uh, different trade deadline. You said it picked up 10 to 3, but the reality is there's a different thing that we're worried about this year than in the past. I mean, your league was shut down for a couple of weeks basically because of the COVID pandemic. Were teams less willing to move out players for picks because they need players? It was yeah, it was hard. It was not uh, easy, especially with the uh, the roster deadlines were January 10th, and then trade deadlines the 17th. So, you know, you're kind of managing leaving spots open on your 25 man roster, and, and and teams didn't want to get too thin. You know, most teams are carrying 14 forwards, 8D. Um, so it was hard to find the teams that had that extra guy that they were willing to part ways with or everybody almost needed a player back in some capacity and you know it wasn't really going to make sense to move somebody out of our top nine to to bring a guy in just to have to make another trade so uh, you know at the end of the day yesterday it almost seemed like some of the the guys that were ended up being available were were some of the bigger name guys around the league potentially and uh, you know but uh, like I said before the price on this uh, we were pretty happy with uh, with it considering uh, the player that we got coming back he's a I'm one of the most elite players in the league. Kurt, off the top of your head, can you remember the last time one WHL team had five members of the Canadian World Junior Team on it? <laughs> well, I think when when we I saw something posted when our guys were going to the World Junior, and I, at the top of my head, I'm, my guess is that I saw it was Medicine Hat back in the '80s. I think when they won. Okay, so they won in 87-88, back-to-back. Uh, back. Is that right? Or 86-88? No, I think it was 87-88. I think they won with – did they not win with two different ca- – Maxi? did Maxi coach them to both or just the one? Uh, now I'm upset that I can't remember that off the top of my head. For, uh, I know Trevor Linden was part of those teams. We're joined by Kurt Hill. So there's going to be pressure on your group, but you don't have an entirely healthy team right now as you get ready to play Lethbridge. Or, sorry, yeah, to, to play uh, Prince Albert tonight. <laughs> 
yeah, we're still waiting for some guys to come back. I mean, um, we got a couple forwards and a couple of these still out, but uh, we're getting there. It's just been, seems like whenever we get close to getting a full lineup, we get a, a couple more guys go down or we have a suspension here or there. So um, we're getting close though. And uh, we got a week off after tonight. So, uh, you know, the focus will be on this game tonight and then a good week to, to get everybody healthy. And uh, hopefully next Tuesday when we're playing Moose Jaw, we'll be as close to a complete lineup as we have had all year, hopefully. Kurt, uh, I was at the game Saturday afternoon against Brandon. Does your team, I'm, I'm looking at the penalty minute totals, your top three in the WHL in penalty minutes. Do you guys maybe need to read the game situation a little bit better in terms of retaliating sometimes to some of the stuff that happens out there? Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, at times there definitely is, uh, you know, we can make some smarter decisions, I think. And, I, you know, I think it's for the guys it has been hard being playing in the situations where we've been, we've been shorthanded and we have guys playing in, you know, different spots of the lineup where they wouldn't usually play and guys are getting tired and we're taking penalties and making poor decisions. I, you know, I think it's once we get our full group back and, you know, the depth is where it should be and we're, we're actually playing with 12 forwards and 6D in a game, I think it's, you know, I think it's something that uh, will be sorted out, but uh, something that definitely is uh, being addressed uh, with our group. All right, you moved Connor McDonald uh, to Kelowna, who never really got a benefit from that because their Memorial Cup bid got canceled as a result of the 2019 uh, pa- or the 2020 pandemic. Uh, so you ended up with two number ones. You moved uh, for the 2021 draft, which was in December. You moved one of those picks uh, to the Prince Albert Raiders in the Gooley trade. You still made a, a first-round selection. Uh, so take us forward. 22, 23, 24, 25. How many number one picks do you have out of those four years now as a result of these two big trades? Uh, we have our, we pretty much have all of our picks in, in 24, uh, 22 this year. We're going to be picking, um, our first pick will be in the third round, but, um, and then 23, our first pick will be in the third round as well. Okay. And there's a cyclical nature in theory to junior hockey, uh, unless you're buying championships, we won't name any of those teams, but, uh, <laughs> that said, uh, you know, you're going for it this year. And no one can debate that. And once you've gone as far as you did for Gooley, maybe you just continue down that path for sort of. Could there be a couple lean years in a couple of years from now here? You know, I think uh, we really like the depth of our young players. Like, it's uh, we have an elite team right now. We have four 16-year-olds on the team. Um, you know, we have some pretty good players signed. We've liked our drafts the last couple of years. Uh, you know, I think to say that we're we're going to be competing for a league championship next year, I'd, you know, I'd probably be lying if I was saying that. But, uh, you know, I think we're going to have – we have a plan, you know, moving forward. I think it's developing our younger players, and that's starting right now with them playing with a lot of these elite players that we have here. And, uh, you know, there'll probably be a point where you potentially have to maybe recoup a few picks here and there. But, uh, you know, looking at our team this year, it's not very often you're going to have Gunther, Neighbors, Kosa – the elite twenty-year-olds we have, Gooley, Pro Cop on a on a team, and uh, you know this deadline opportunity to get Sertif and and really make a go at this thing. I think uh, you know something that we everybody in the organization uh, was comfortable with. Kurt, I don't like anybody who would deny you stepped up and you went for it. And uh, best of luck. I'll see you here tonight. Thanks, Bob. Have a good one. You bet. It is. That's Kurt Hill. He is the general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings, joining us on Oilers Now. Again, they trade two number ones for Justin Sortif uh, to join the likes of Dylan Gunther and Jake Neighbors. Uh, 
Josh Williams, pretty good 20-year-old. Uh, Gunther now up to 20 goals in 29 games this year. Edmonton's got a, their top nines unmatched in the league, and if when healthy, their top four is unmatched as well. They got the best goalie in the league in Sebastian Cosa, Detroit first-round pick. They got the best defenseman in the league, Montreal. First-round pick, Caden Gooley. They, must, they might have the best pure finisher in the league. Dylan Gunther, the Arizona number 9 overall pick from this past year. Uh, a tremendous uh, a guy that's got a chance to be a, a Dustin Brown type of player at the NHL level and Jake Neighbors. And now they add Justin Sordiff as well. they got a good hockey. And the depth they have on defense. Uh, Dehaniak, Logan Dehaniak is out. He's got 24 points in 36 games. Luke Prokop, the Nashville uh, third rounder. has got seven goals and 17 points in 29 games for Edmonton this year. He's plus 23 in those 29 games. They got a good team. They can win the WHL, and this is a WHL team that has a legitimate shot to win the Memorial Cup down the road. We'll take a timeout. Uh, we got lots to get to still in Oilers now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, it's 148 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin, 10-time President's Award winners for customer satisfaction. Right now, the best way to get a vehicle is to custom order one. Discounts are available from both Brent Ridge Ford and Ford Motor Company on most custom orders. Get the exact equipment and colors you want. Reach out to Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang, 1-877-477-3673, or visit BrentRidge.com. As we head into the Oilers Now Prospect Report, brought to you by Scott Arthur Millwork, custom cabinetry, luxury closets, exceptional millwork. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com. Here's Brendan Escott. All right, well, with uh, 55 points through 34 OHL games, that's uh, Matt Petrov leading the way among Oilers prospects. He scored one of the two goals in an 8-2 loss on Sunday. 2020 fifth rounder Ty Tulio had a three-point weekend, a goal and two assists, climbed up to a 40 four points now in 30 games while captaining the Oshawa Generals and Denver Pioneer uh, Carter Savoy is a Hobie Baker nominee with his 13 goals and 26 points in 18 games the St. Albert product he uh, put up four points against Nebraska Omaha in their weekend series including a goal and two assists last night Japanese Village open to serve you at any one of their five Edmonton and area locations featuring Japanese A5 Wagyu visit uh, JV Edmonton .ca. Uh, we'll get to this data editor's history momentarily. Lots of you commenting on the exchange. Look, uh, I wasn't there. I was here today at practice. We're here in the building right now. I would suggest, based on the audio of what I heard, that actually isn't the most heated exchange I've ever seen between a player and uh, a media guy. Uh, if a writer suggests to me that Leon Dreisaitl should worship the ground that uh, Jim Matheson is on because he's in the Hockey Hall of Fame, I would suggest that's a little much. Um, just as I would suggest in a perfect world, you wouldn't have that heated of an exchange. But you know what? Uh, Matheson dug in. And my interpretation of the way Dreisaitl responded is he didn't want to specify, uh, you know, one thing, because frankly, I think most of us out there listening right now know it's not just one thing. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Uh, one of the things, I mean, there are certain individuals, like 
in a time in which you're traveling on a regular basis with the team, and full disclosure, I work for the Oilers Entertainment Group. We've never, uh, ever held that back from me. We've said that repeatedly. There are people that, well, no, I'm politically autonomous, and, and all you need to do is figure out who's... Well, follow the money train. Okay? Follow the money train. You know, who's a major corporate... We have the same discussion now going on right now where, uh, federally, with the CBC. There's people out there putting out defund CBC. Personally, I don't I don't believe in defunding the CBC. Uh, if you're right of center on some political issues, you might think the time has come to defund the CBC. Um, others have said, no, the CBC needs to be p- completely... Uh, not reliant upon any uh, advertising revenue. And those of us that work in the private sector would say, well, that's not exactly fair. <laughs> you know? so it's there, There's lots of different ways to look at things, and you try to be as balanced as possible, and boy, oh boy, everybody's having an opinion. Uh, Matheson and Terry Jones should just retire. They're irrelevant, and I don't even read their garbage anymore. And, Bob, you, are, sir, are a sucker for uh, punishment. And to get in the Hockey Hall of Fame as a writer, it is an old boys club spec, says a texter. Uh, okay. I, I don't think Matheson and and, and uh, Terry Jones are irrelevant. I would agree with that. Uh, Yeah, it's uh, Bob. Uh, this one comes to us from GAG. He says, a writer puts a writer in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Wow, pretty irrelevant and pathetic. Matheson asks the question, hoping the player will give a dumb answer that creates drama and fodder and puts the player in a bad spot. Well, I I don't know if the, that's that was the intention of Jim's question. I don't necessarily believe um, that one. And, Bob, by the way, global media gets cash from the feds. These uh, In the, the, the $600 million, I do not believe that global uh, nor chorus received any money. Just for the record, on that front. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. I'm I'm in in Calgary. I thought this wasn't such a big deal. I get a kick out of dry settle. He's uh, funny. Uh, Deadpans once in a while in the playoff press conferences last year. Again, you can keep texting. 780-496-0063. 780-496-0063. Jason from San Gudo. I know. I, I I know he's going to make me laugh. Bob, lots of hurt feelings. Reports being filed today from Jason in Sangudo. Uh, you know what? Matheson will be fine with it. Drysaddle will be fine with it. Speck will be fine with what sort of got communicated during the course of the show. Not, the writers aren't trying to run players out of here. That's not what's trying. What, what's happening? Okay, and you got to understand when teams don't win, crap's gonna flow back once in a while. Comes with the territory. It's kind of how it works. Sixteen and five, everybody gets credit. Two ten and two, everybody gets some crap on them. That's kind of how it works. Said it before. The Oilers have actually had worse stretches than this. They've had two stretches where they won one and twenty-one. And I used to say, you know what? The owner would tell you he needs to be better. The GM needs to be better. The coach needs to be better. The players need to be better. The trainers and equipment guys, ah, I don't like picking on those guys. They work their ass off. That's kind of a, a, a tough job. Broadcasters need to be better. It comes with the territory. It's the way it works. Uh, 
to this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Looking for a great Oilers road trip? You can go to Nashville. Fly with Flair Airlines in April. Hopefully we'll all be able to do that sort of stuff then. Only $1,750 for this trip. Reach newwesttravel.com on this date back in 2009. What happened, Brendan Escott? Well, the Oilers retired Glenn Anderson's number nine prior to a 6-3 win over Phoenix. Ethan Morrow registered a hat trick. Ladislav Smead rather, uh, fought Dan Carcillo and Dwayne Rollison made 25 saves for the W. The Stan Oilers history for New West Travel. Looking for a great road trip. Fly nonstop with Nashville to Flair Airlines to see the Oilers play for $1,750. Call New West Travel or go to newwesttravel.com. I think somebody said it best. Dreisaitl uh, was sticking up for his teammates by not specifying a specific thing that was wrong. And Mark Spector was sticking up for Matty. A writer sticking up for a writer. And... Maybe it's all somewhere in the middle. And again, I don't think it's that big of a deal for Matheson, and I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal for Drysettle. And guess what? The sun, well, it might not rise tomorrow, but it's probably going to rise by Thursday. Who does Reed Wilk? Let me guess. Let me guess who Reed's got on tonight. Does he have Jim Matheson on tonight? We're going to hear from him in the very first block of the show, as a matter of fact. Ten after six this evening from uh, Hall of Fame hockey writer Jim Matheson, as well as Cam Moon from the Oilers Radio Network, and skip for uh, Canada's men's Olympic curling team, Brad Gushu. All right. uh, Tomorrow, Brian Lawton from the NHL Network. David Staples, love him or hate him, from the cult of hockey. Just don't like him. Even some, uh, I won't even say it. NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Thank you to all of you who took the time to text us your perspectives on things. It's all good. Up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breakeners from 2 to 3, and then the 6.30 chat afternoons from Jaylen Nye. Never a dull moment. So long, everybody. From Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.